The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter, at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Happy Friday, Friday. Hope you're having a great one. Missed the first hour. It was a happy first hour, but it wasn't a happy hour. Um, That's right. Well, it's happy as you can be with your beloved Texans. A lot of talk about that. Lance uh, Zerline jumped on, told us a little bit about Kellen Mond's uh, NFL potential. And uh, we will get to the, to the rest of the NFL, as we promised you, a couple of, of notes. So Eric Berger is going to join us at 530 so he can tell us if it's going to snow this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out about our weather, and and for once it'll be a fun conversation because you know it's not a hurricane, right? Because <laughs> every time we talk to him, I was hoping to get him on for one of the space launches. It never just quite worked out because he does that too. But uh, Space City Weather is his website, and it's really good. So he's gonna join us at five thirty. But uh, uh, yeah, we talked about this on Twitch. But he's not the guy who says. Use great caution. No, no, that guy's in Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. that's Frankie McDonald. Yeah, yeah. I want that guy. Cold weather coming to Houston. Be Houston, prepared. Houston, Texas. How come you don't get that guy? How can we get this burger guy instead? <laughs> uh, he's Trey's best friend, and he said he doesn't like us because we're not nice to Trey. Did he really say that? No. Oh. <laughs> What? But Trey tweets about how they're best friends now that they had him on the podcast, like one of the first episodes of the podcast. He had him on the podcast? Well, if, yeah. I mean, if he, Trey and Frankie McDonald are best friends and Trey works here and is presumed, like, I think Trey still likes me. I know a lot of people who work here don't like me now, but I think Trey still likes me. Like, uh, uh, help us draw, throw us a bone, Juggy. I don't, I don't want to say you become the Bill O'Brien of the station. Uh, that's what I've become. Or the, or the Jesus Easterby. I don't know. I, I don't want to say that, but all I know is uh, I'm going on vacation. You can call me all you want. I'm not, I'm not talking about AJ. <laughs> what do you think of, of the, the Tim Kelly? Yeah, that's what I wanted to get to. That is just, if that isn't the most pandering move ever for Deshaun... Like oh we made Deshaun mad now let's 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 interview his pet Tim Kelly's not gonna be the head coach that's here. such a phony like transparent obviously transparent you know ploy to try to get back on Deshaun's good side yeah yeah terrible I, I I'm with you I don't think there's any chance that he's the head coach but hey if, if it makes Deshaun feel better why not and. Well, that, I, I I mean, somebody on Twitch was asking during the break, do they think we're stupid? So, yeah. Yes, of course they think you're stupid. Cal, you know, Cal thinks the world is just like him. <laughs> so, uh, 713-780-ESPN. All right, let's, let's, let's get to some of the, the fun stuff, like games that we have going on. And uh, I'm, I'm curious, 
where where you are in terms of uh, wanting to bet this weekend? Like, how good do you feel about the cards you put together on a scale of one to ten? Uh, six. Okay. I, I mean, it it feels decent for a playoff. Uh, but I, listen, I, I there's I've got a lot of leans and and not a lot of lights. Yeah, I'm I'm about a three and a half on mine. Okay, because uh, I I feel like. There's only one game that I feel pretty damn good about, but well, let me just let me preface this with just a general, and I'm pretty sure we did this in an, in our audio book. Don't bet more this week than you normally bet. Right. If anything, bet less because this week the lines are sharper this week than they have been the entire season. Yeah. Like that. What the these there's not you know 16 games for them to skim through plus. You know, a hundred college football games. There's these six professional football games that they're locked in on. The numbers are going to be pretty sharp. Well, Vegas is always on top of it, but this is when they're going to be at their best. So it's not you're going to have to have a good opinion about something because you're not going to find value in any of these games, in any of these lines, really. So it's going to come down to I don't want to say guesswork, but you having a strong opinion about yeah. something as opposed to. Hey, here's an edge. So, Colts plus seven at the no longer lowly Buffalo Bills. It not, I mean, it's a it's a dead pass at seven. It, at six, I'd be interested in the Bills. Um, I, I think that the Bills are a team that I will I'll probably have a money line parlay uh, that involves the Bills. It may involve the Bills in Alabama. Um, okay, but it, it's. Minus two ninety right now. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I I think that number is a little little tough. Here's one thing I will say about the Indianapolis Colts: their schedule is not. I mean, when you really dig into it and you see what they did, it's not all that impressive. You don't you don't walk away going, oh wow, this is a really good team. I mean, eleven and five is eleven and five. Don't get me wrong, that, that's solid. But also remember that four of those games were against the the Jags. One of them, which they lost, right, and, and and the Texans, and they got pushed by the Jags in the second game. It was twenty to fourteen late in the game. Yeah, there. but uh, they but they also have wins over the Jets, Bengals, Lions. I mean, it, it, every donkey team that could have fa- fallen into their schedule fell into their schedule. So I'm not as high on the Colts as as the market seems to be. Seven is where I I say okay, I'm I'm out. But I, I, under seven, the play would be on the Bills. Well. The other thing I would say, the, the Bills hadn't been blowing people out until really the last month. So if you like the Bills, and the, the I'm thought, not too worried about the seven, but I'm not. Uh, this is not a play for me. I, I'm, I'm going to probably use the over as a tease piece at 51 and a half. Okay. The thought was early in the season that the Bills were, were bad on defense. They can't stop the run. And everybody's like, well, the Colts can run the ball. Well, the, early in the season, the Bills were kind of bad against the run. Yeah. Last eight games... Eighth ranked defense in the in the NFL. I, I mean, they're no longer a, off, a all offense, no defense team. Um, but here's the thing: to, if you're count and remember, you're talking about an elderly quarterback going into cold weather. Which we go check Philip Rivers' track record in yeah. cold weather. It ain't great. Um, so you're counting on him. If 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 the Bills get up fourteen nothing. Are you going to keep running Taylor all day? Like, you think that's going to work? At some point, the Colts are going to have to play catch. The Bills are going to score. That's the one thing I think we can all agree on, right? The Bills yeah. will score. 
Yeah. It's a matter of if the Colts can keep up. I, I tend to think no. My big concern, though, Cole Beasley not practicing. Stephon Diggs not practicing. Those are things that go, oof. Well, that ain't good. It's an oblique injury for Diggs, knee for Beasley. These, that's bad news because that's their – otherwise you're down to, like, not a lot. Diggs has been sitting out almost the whole last six week, weeks, though, I mean, in practice. Yeah. And so I, I'm not too worried about him. He shows up game day. And the Colts the, – listen, the best part of the Colts' defense is their run stopping. The Bills don't care if you stop the run. They don't care about running the football. Yeah. So it's it, it's not really a concern to them. Their run game is is Josh Allen and and short passes. Uh, so the like the dominant run defense of the Colts, which by the way isn't as dominant as it was early in the season, uh, is and, well. And, and let me ask you this: Was it because they were dominant early in the season, or is it because they were playing a bunch of teams with lousy running games? Could be that too. And you know the including the Texans. Here, here's what I'll say. The the Bills, since they lost back-to-back weeks uh, with that, the Titans that were, it was weird, like, off of the COVID thing. Right. It, the it, Titans it, had been off for, like, a week and a half, and, you and, know, that messed up the schedule, and they, they didn't play well. And then they lost to the Chiefs, 26-17. The, the 10 games since, every one of those wins, they're 9-1 in those 10 games. Of those nine wins... Only one of them has been by less than a possession, uh, and that was the Patriots. They beat 24-21. The second time they beat the Patriots, 38-9. But it, their last six games have all been double-digit wins. Their one loss in those 10 games was that Hale Murray yeah. uh, in the Arizona game. Yeah, right? which that uh, yeah, all, is about but, as fluky as you can get. Yeah, that was complete fluke. So, so I, I'll say this. You're, you're paying a, a premium on the Bills because nobody wants to bet against the Bills right now, which that's what kind of keeps me away from seven. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll uh, go over the rest of them when we come back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. Happy Friday, Friday. Hope you're having a great one. Um, okay, Ram Seahawks. I'm seeing three and a half now on my bookie. Uh, I, I hit told the, you yesterday I hit it at three. I, I did, too. I hit the Seahawks at three when it got down to it. Uh, I, my, my preferred way of going at this game is the under. Four, 42 and a half is what I played it at. I don't know what it is now. It's 42 now. Okay. Uh, it, listen, this is a... The, the Seahawks have... What you saw the first six, seven weeks where they were high-flying offense, no defense, it's totally changed. That's not what they're doing anymore. Right. They're a ball-control offense. There's a... Re- like you saw... Remember six weeks in, Russell Wilson was the odds-on favorite to win the MVP? Yeah. And then the last ten weeks of the season, it was just like, what? This was the guy you guys thought? He's no longer chucking the ball around. It's a very old school Seahawks conservative offense, ball control offense. And they're playing against a Rams team 
that is either going to have a guy making his second career NFL start or a guy who had thumb surgery 10 days ago. Like, it doesn't seem like a spot where the Rams are going to put up a bunch of points. I don't think the Seahawks are going to put up a bunch of points on that Rams defense. The the two games that they've played so far were 39 and 29. Uh, I, I, I make this... I, I, I'm, I, I can't make this over 40. So, uh, to me, it's it, the, the under is the, the way to go here. Can I give you a prop from my bookie that I like? Sure. Uh, highest scoring quarter, fourth, plus 220. I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. And, and guess what? The last I think the last eight weeks, the only over the Seahawks have played... Was last week when it was a, a nine to six game, right? Uh, and really, it was like they scored twenty one points in the last four minutes of that game. Yeah, it took, and that's what pushed it over. So you had the under. Yeah, I did have the under because Seahawks unders have been money. I think that continues to be the case. All right, uh, Buccaneers minus eight and a half against the football team. Well, I- I'm certainly not playing Tampa here. No. Um, the, 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 like I, I'm not looking to give. Uh, you know, over seven, like seven, I'll consider over seven in the first round of the playoffs, the wild card round. Boy, it's got there's got to be some real, real crazy stuff going on. The Washington's offense is so atrocious, like it's hard for me to even consider placing a bet on them. But Brady struggles under pressure. We've seen Chase Young in the second half of the season become a pressure monster. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how much I buy into the Brady's playing in a primetime game. Brady's no good after after his bedtime or whatever it is. I keep hearing that on Twitter.com. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how much I buy into that. I mean, the numbers do say that he's he's better in, in the daytime than he is on primetime, besides Super Bowls. Uh, but it, it's I, I feel like... If I if I had to make up, and this is another play that I made, I did play on the under. I played under forty five. Yeah, I, I was going to say I like the under quite a bit here, um, just because I I don't picture the the football team scoring much, and I don't picture the the Bucks just clowning this Tampa defense that or this uh, Red football team defense that I think is pretty good. So I, I'm going to go with under is the is the play on this. If I had to pick a side, it w- it would be the football team. I'll say if you can, I mean, if it's an eight and a half. Which can take you through ten and fourteen if you tease. Yeah, up to fourteen and a half. It's a it's a good piece to tease on. I guess you could tease the other way too if you like. Bucks down to a minus two. Yeah, or two and a half. You're still getting under three and seven. But with with the total, I expect to be a low scoring game. I would say that having fourteen and a half points with the underdog is more appealing to me than only giving two or two and a half with the favorite. Ravens minus three and a half against the Titans. I, I like the Ravens here. I, I know that the Titans have kind of been kryptonite for them. And they they obviously have figured out a way to, to beat this team. But I don't think this is the same same team they beat earlier this year. And I I, I think you're going to see... Uh, I, think, I think the Ravens are just a better football team right now. And I think they're going to... I don't like the half, but I, I feel like this is more than a three-point game. So... Well, if you remember in that game, I mean, the Ravens were dominating that game going into the fourth quarter. It, it felt like they were the, they, I mean, they were the only side. I think it was, it was, it was more than a possession going into the fourth quarter, and then the Titans kind of went off in the fourth quarter, and then they they got the ball in the second half or in, in overtime and, and won the game. And you know, I, I've I kind of went back uh, to last season's playoff game 
And because I guess the the memory of last season's playoff game is well the the Titans were just they they just dominated right That's, yeah but th- that wasn't necessarily the case if you if you take a deeper dive into that thing you'll see that the Ravens outgained the Titans five hundred and thirty to three hundred first downs twenty nine to fifteen time of possession thirty two minutes to twenty eight minutes. Turnovers was the key. Three turnovers to zero. Um, Lamar Jackson in that game. I didn't. I didn't remember this happening. Three hundred and sixty-five yards passing, one hundred and forty-three yards rushing, and I think we all agree the Titans' defense this year is worse than it was a year ago. Right? Significantly, yeah. And here's something else about that: the matchup this year that they've already played. The Ravens are getting back key guys that they were missing on that defensive front guys that are, are you know not not just you know depth guys but Brandon Williams Calais Campbell these are guys who that's the interior of their of their defense that's that's what makes them so great at stopping the run they didn't have those guys when they played the Titans earlier this year they they're all healthy and back now i think the ravens is the right side i i've heard a lot of people say the over in this game, the over in this game. I don't think that's the case. I, I'm I'm leaning more to an under here, which I instantly wild card weekend. The first thought I have is you've got to fi- if I'm taking a, t- a total, you've got to find a reason to get me off of the under because wild card weekend is under city. That's just what it, it is historically. Uh, teams are a little tighter. They're you know they're not trying to show everything right. Um, but I, I I lean to the under. I lean to the Ravens at, with the hook. It's probably not a play for me. But the Ravens may be another team that I look to money line parlay with someone, and because I, I do think the Ravens win, I think the Ravens are the better team. Um, but you know, they, you're right. They, like the, the results are the results. Two in a row, the, the the Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson, have lost to these Titans, led by Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. So I'm not in a, a hurry to jump out in front of it. If I see a flat three, I'll be on the Ravens. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on the Ravens. It was the same as the Seahawks. Once I saw that three, I said, "Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll play here." But I'm I'm not looking to give that hook. By the way, Nick Casario looks like one of the actors from uh, Hitler's Circle of he Evil. He is an odd looking dude. Yeah. Like he's he looks like he uh, like he he kind pours of a serial killer look. He looks like he pours pre workout into his coffee in the morning. Like, yeah, like he's always really amped up. T e a m. Do you remember the gym coach from Beavis and Butthead? Yes. Kick me in the jimmy! Like, the, he, he comes across like that. Like, he's just so intense. He looks like he... Uh, I'm, never mind. Uh, Bears plus 10 against the Saints. Um, I mean, I, I again, this is not a, a, a bet that I want to make. And I, I they always say, well, the, the bets that you're uncomfortable making. Mm-hmm. But I'm not betting the Saints. I can tell you that. Uh, this is they played at Chicago this year. They won twenty six to twenty three. You know this de- the, the the Bears de- and that was with Nick Foles. Right. The Bears defense can play. Uh, they're going to keep this a, a relatively low scoring game, and I, ten points is just too much here. So again, if I had to play a side on this, especially outside of ten, it's it's got to be the Bears. Uh, agreed. Uh, I do think it's a little different. Playing indoors uh, that that benefits the the Saints quite a bit, and I'm I'm assuming Alvin Kamara is playing. And if that's the case, I could see this game getting out of hand, but I can't give up ten points. So I, if, if you're going to play a side, it's got to be the Bears. 
Browns plus six and a half against the Steelers. Well, I, but, but quickly, what you? I mean, obviously, Kamara is a, a, a difference maker. But remember, when they played the Titans, Derrick Henry ran for like sixty-five yards. Like they they yeah. they shut Derrick Henry down. Uh, Dalvin Cook got to him a little bit. But I mean, but Kamara can get in, you in the, the passing game too, though. In the second game, Dalvin Cook in the first game was like three yards a carry. So they the Bears can 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 you know slow down a good running attack. And Kamara in that first game, if I'm not mistaken, was like very pedestrian as well. And you're right, you know, being outside, <laughs> all, all those things, it, it makes a difference. But I don't remember that being like a that, – I don't think that was one of the crazy win games, and it, it, it certainly wasn't like a crazy weather game. That was a right. – you, you know, we're, we're talking about a game early November. It was, a, it was probably a pretty nice day. Uh, Browns plus six and a half against the Steelers. Boy, they do not want to give seven to no. the Browns, do they? Like, I, they're like, uh, yep, Browns, their whole facility shut down. Uh, Browns interior offensive line all has COVID. Their head coach has COVID. And no, everybody's out. Uh, well, are you gonna are you gonna make them plus seven? No, no, minus six and a half, or plus six and a half, plus six and a half. Like, what does it take to get to seven? Like, to me, there's a reason why they don't want to do that. I really don't want anything to do with this game because I was watching it last, and I say, I've said this this year and last year and probably the year before. How do you beat Baker Mayfield? Put pressure on him. The right. Steelers can put pressure on, on him. They, they can. Even with the injuries that they have, they'll still put pressure on Baker Mayfield. So I don't want to bet the Browns, especially under seven. It's ridiculous. I, I, I don't like the Steelers team. Uh, they, they can't run the football. It, it drives me insane. Um, so I, I just... But then I saw last week the Browns the Browns almost lost to the Steelers with Mason Rudolph playing. So I I, I don't know what I think of this matchup. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, this is one of the it's it's one of the matchups that I have the least interest in watching, but I'm also the most intrigued by the result. Yeah, I uh the COVID concerns with Cleveland worry me like Kevin Stefanski and, and yeah. even I mean you, your your head coach is not going to be there. Well, and you can say well maybe all, yeah. all the, uh, the the Browns receivers had the COVID like, like okay, the Browns rely on receivers like less than anybody in the league. Yeah. Like they that, that's a run 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 team. I I just don't know. I I honestly don't have a good take on the side. I don't have a good take on the total. I I really have no clue what's going to happen in this game. I think there's too many question marks. All right. Quick break. Talk a little weather when we come back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Even if you know that you don't want me, I'll let you play. This is Hydro Trophy winner and College Football Hall of Fame, Mike Rozier, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Happy Friday, Friday. Hope everybody's doing great. We're going to mix things up a little bit here. And uh, if you've never checked out SpaceCityWeather.com, well, you probably have never heard the show before because anytime something's going on, we always tell you, hey, go see spacecityweather.com. And uh, joining joining us now, my good friend Eric Berger, who is in charge of that. He's also a, a space genius as well. One of these days, we're going to get him on to talk about uh, space. But uh, 
I wanted to, yeah, usually we're talking about hurricanes and all the damage they're going to do and everything else. Well, snow's kind of fun, so I thought we could have some fun today, Eric, and, and, and talk about whether or not we're actually going to have some snow. Well, it's going to depend where you live, Fred. Uh, if, you, if you live in Montgomery County, I'd say there's a, there's a pretty decent chance you'll see some flakes in the air. Uh, if you're close to I-10 or south of there, I'm afraid it's, it's probably going to just be cold rain. Ah, darn. So none for me, but maybe for Hoffman. No, I don't want There's none of them. No, you're up you're north, northeast. So. I'm northwest. Okay, northwest. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get to me. So so how far, like College Station, is that is that a place that would probably get it? Yeah, I think, you know, if you live along and north of Highway 105, now that's way up there in Conroe, you're looking at like one to three inches of snow, probably. So like real snow from Sunday afternoon into Monday morning. Uh Further south, I think it's going to be a mix of snow and rain. Now, the interesting thing with this one, uh, guys, is that there's a fair amount of moisture to work with. So there's there's a front coming down, obviously, on Sunday, but there's also a low-pressure system in the Gulf. Now, not a hurricane or a tropical storm, but there's a fair amount of, of moisture with this. It sort of seas up along the coast. And so there's going to be... There's going to be a, a wet atmosphere for this front to work with. The problem is that the cold air is, is probably the coldest air is not going to get all the way down into Houston. However, you know, at some point as you drive north on I-45, and whether that's um, the Woodlands or Conroe or Huntsville, uh, you know, on Sunday night, you're going to hit a line where you're probably going to see some snow. Now, some of the models are saying even more than three inches. You know, maybe we'll see that. I don't know. But, it, but it, it's been a couple of years, so it'll, it'll be something for areas up there. Yeah, I don't know why it is when, when I'm in Canada. It's like, I don't, I don't want any more snow. I'm going to get the hell out of here. But then here, it's kind of like, eh, it'd be nice because we never get it. So, uh, Well, not only do we never get it, but if we do get it, it's gone in like 6 or 12 hours, right? right? Because it's going to be above freezing and melt, and you know, we don't have to worry about it anymore. So uh, looking ahead, is this probably going to be the coldest stretch that we have? Uh, or, uh, or do your models kind of say that we may have, you know, that it might get colder here as we get to the end of January or February? Well, we are in the historically coldest part of the year. About the first two weeks of January, typically our wind temperatures bottom out. And frankly, the weather next week does look pretty cold. Um, you know, after the front goes through, it's, it's pretty strong when it's going to stay with us for a while with, with some high pressure. See, most of next week is going to be like highs in the 50s and lows in the 30s. Um, and, and so this could be the coldest sustained stretch, but, you know, it, who knows what's going to happen later in January. February. I don't want to really predict that because i can't say anything with accuracy well uh tell everybody a little bit about the website man you, you guys do such a great job you and matt uh tell them how that came together and and you know what what you guys are about yeah so i i you know worked at chronicle for you know 15 20 years and then had, had did some weather stuff for them and then when i left uh to do some other things i started a, a website as a hobby uh with matt lands another forecaster here in houston and you know we just decided that we were going to write facts and no hype and you know kind of going against the, the grain there against most of the internet these days and and so we we did it and it, it proved really popular during harvey and then obviously this last year with the with the storms we had um with the lower threat and then beta's heavy rainfalls it just continued continued to grow um and to snowball if you will hey i got a question for you fred yeah um are we going to be able to get rid of this Jack Easterby guy, or like, do I have to go find another NFL team to root for? Because I, I've, I'm not real happy with what's going on there at Reliant Stadium. Uh, nobody is, except for uh, except for Doofus Cal, and uh, they made it pretty clear today that Jesus Jack isn't going anywhere. That he's a he's a big part of what they're doing. So, 
that's uh that I think that's kind of the sports equivalent of oh we're about to get hit with Harvey. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty depressing because you had a hope a couple of weeks ago and that they were going to really make a change and then boy, I, I tell you, I'm about to be disappointed as kids on Sunday when it starts raining instead of snowing in Houston. <laughs> Uh, you can follow uh, Eric on Twitter as well. It's uh, your your uh, Space City WX. Is that the best one? Yeah, that's where to find us. Yeah, so uh, check that out. You can keep up with the weather. And anytime there's uh, something going on with with uh, the space program, he's all over that too. So if you're if you're kind of a nerd about that, like I know Aaron is, and and myself, a, a great follow, and he's he's a great dude to to keep up with all that. Eric, appreciate you popping on, man, and uh, uh, still want to get together and have a beer whenever this Rona ends. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Stay warm next week, guys. It's going to be cold. All right. Thanks, man. Okay. All right. Eric Berger. That's, that's, it's funny because, like, when it comes to hurricanes, I never panic unless Eric starts saying this could be bad. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he doesn't do that. You know, he, he'll, he'll be as straightforward as possible. So, uh, yeah, we, we got to, we got to figure out when the next big launch is, Aaron. You, you ought to know that. Yeah. Aaron's wife has the keys. <laughs> so, what do you show me? Was that really true? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> so Twitter's wilding out right now. <laughs> well, it's weird because I thought they suspended his account and then he tweeted something and now it's suspended again. Yeah. Well, Twitter has said that they've permanently suspended. And we're not going to get into it. I'll just say this. We're not going to get into politics, but Twitter's permanently suspended account that a lot of people follow, including myself. It was a 12, so originally it was a 12-hour ban. Now it's permanent. Now it's permanent. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about permanence. Because Facebook and Instagram did the same thing. Well, and Twitter said, night. they did a thing that said, listen, we warned, we warned this account time and again to stop promoting things that might incite violence. They failed to heed these warnings, and now it's permanently banned. Not sure how I feel about that. Do you call it censorship? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. But I, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to talk politics anymore. Thank you. Ever again. Ever again. Because everybody, it, and because we made the smallest things political to the point that anytime we have a discussion about it, you're going to piss off half your audience. And sometimes in AJ's case, all of our audience. That's right. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, piss I, off everybody. I, I just as soon pass. That's interesting, though. That, that's, uh, I, I mean, they're well within their right to do that, but it's also pretty damning yeah 713-780-ESPN is your number 713-780-3776 and uh echo adam says he'll just move to parlor i go okay go ahead oh parlor i don't do parlor parlor stock we need to get into that it's about to ramp up it's a good idea so i just kidding i'm putting every dollar i've got into bitcoin these days (laughs) but we were having a conversation about that last night i don't uh, and like my youngest brother's really into it, and so he knows all that stuff. I uh, I just don't know enough about it. Yeah, like the the things we've had success with investing in are all things I know. Mm-hmm. Like we we bought Facebook at the right time and sold it at the right time. We bought weed stock at the right time. I mean, it's all all things that uh, I I have some insight into, or the wife has some insight into. Like some of the stocks she's bought in Canada are things she knows a lot about. I don't know enough about Bitcoin. I know it's pretty mercurial that it can it can go up and down really really fast, uh, and and I'm I'm a more conservative. 
person when it comes to investments? What I I got a uh, a payment in Bitcoin. I took a pa- a payment for some freelancing stuff I was doing uh, of three hundred American dollars, and they offered to pay me in Bitcoin. And I said, you know what? I'll take that. So I I took that three hundred dollars in Bitcoin, and sitting in that Bitcoin account. Today is six hundred and fifty-one dollars. Nice. I took that three hundred dollars on December fifteenth. What's today? January eighth. January the not fifteenth. Yeah, it's like three and a half weeks. I like Bitcoin now. I'm I'm <laughs> for it. I w- I wish I would have just put my whole bank account in that stupid Bitcoin. I mean, if if this trend continues and I actually make some money off of you know bets in the NFL postseason, that's what I'm paying out on my bookie because oh. they'll put your they'll put your entire balance in Bitcoin if you want. Yeah. Dude, Making NFL bets, NFL bets have been, they're losing half the time. I'm just taking, I'm not making any more bets. I'm taking all my money and putting it in Bitcoin. All my gambling money. That's my, I'm, I say, I'm, I want to announce this publicly. I will no longer be betting on sporting event matches. I will only be taking money that I would hypothetically bet on sporting game matches and putting it into Bitcoin. End of discussion. Yeah, my my issue is that that some of the people who are into it are so militant about it. You think it's a religion, you know, the way they act about it, and they try to they try to get you to do it. And it's kind of like, man, listen, you that's great for you if you're making money, so be it. That's that's fantastic. I'm I'm going to stick to the things that work for me because um, I, I do believe that you know, I believe you can make a lot of money at it if you know what you're doing. I don't, so. 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I got a gem of the day for you. I've got I've got two really good ones, so I want to get to both of them. One guy going to jail for one beer and a Danish penis show All right, for kids. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Just watching the hours tick by. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to the Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. And uh, Late Hits with my man Patrick Creighton is uh, coming up at 7 o'clock tonight. So uh, you want to check out a fun show? I bet he's going to have a lot to say about your Texans today. I would guess so. How 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 on it was he last night? I got I got to hear some of it. I uh, get- between that and then talking Astros a little bit and uh, the Lindor trade, but most of it was all Watson the Texans. Interesting. All right, uh, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gem of the Day. The Gem of the Day. It's the Gem of the Day. Jeweler Gem of the Day. All right, I I'm, I know we think our government's kind of draconic sometimes about what? a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, well, 
we think all the time. I don't think it's this bad. We go to Belgium. You've been to Belgium. I've been to Belgium. I, I enjoy Belgium. Good beer place, right? Very good beer place. Uh, <laughs> arguably the best beer country in the world. I I think I think arguably is a, a good word, but they probably rank at least one or two. Yeah. I would say. Well They're for sure on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, we're not doing a Mount Rushmore more <laughs> beer countries, are we? Well, let's do it. Oh, oh geez, no right. way. Belgium, Canada's- Germany, U.S., some other place. Yeah, uh, not England for sure. Not England. I would say no. your other other contenders would probably be Canada, Australia. Australia's got a pretty good beer scene. Canada has Canada's craft scene has come a long way too. Um, Texas. Texas. There's the fourth one. How about Mexico? Mm-hmm. Mm. Racist. All right. <laughs> anyway, we go back to Belgium where yeah, they have serious coronavirus uh, limitations going on right now. Yes. Well, I, I think this is one where the punishment does not fit the crime. The owner outside of a bar, uh, the owner of a bar just outside the city of Leuven was sentenced to three months in prison and a thousand dollar fine. His crime, pouring a customer a beer. One beer. Well, did he not serve like some pretzels Here, or something? Here's the thing. The, uh, hey, he, man, f*** that. He and his girlfriend were chatting in the bar after they served takeout for the day. They basically had it open where people would come in and, and take out food. And his uh, a well-known customer. Like I, I kind of feel like there's a couple of places here. I'm a well-known customer. Well, and you if I, become very famous. And if I walk by and, and asked if I could come in, and give, you know, like he, he paid him a hundred pounds to help support him for being shut down. So he said, out of gratitude, I offered him a glass of beer. And that's when the police arrived. Damn, it was a setup. Uh, kind of feels like it, doesn't it? Dude, doesn't it feel not, like a sting operation? Friend. That's not his friend. Uh, Dude, that guy sold him out. He said, yeah. hey, I'll, he's going to buy that bar next week. Um, no, you know what? You know what happened is. The guy got busted for drinking in a different bar, and to get out of his sentence, he set this guy well, that's up. That's possible, too. Uh, or a rival bar owner set, sent somebody in there for a takeout order where they dropped a uh, little hidden microphone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, apparently he was fined $1,000, and if he just paid it, he'd have been fine. But instead, the case went to police court where he was sentenced to three months in prison Damn. and a $1,000 fine, as, as well as 300 euros in legal costs. Um, I'm messing around with that, dude. And he says, uh, however, I'm definitely going to appeal and I'm going to find people who have expertise in that area. I bet you a bunch of lawyers will be knocking lawyer down his door. Dave. Yeah, lawyer Dave could get on that. Although I don't know how up he is on Belgium law. I don't know either. What do they speak in Belgium? They speak uh, Bel- English, Belgies. Dutch, and German, French. Okay. Well, I mean, as long as lawyer Dave's ju- the judge that lawyer Dave gets is, speaks English. Yeah. That's it. Like uh, the thing in in Belgium is they uh, they say almost everyone there sp- speaks, and I guess German is probably their fourth language. But they say everyone there speaks two of the three languages. Uh, you know what? Maybe English isn't one of their official languages. Maybe uh, it's Dutch, German, and French. Okay, the top three. There's a, there was a lot of people who spoke English there. I think that goes for Europe a lot later. And, yeah. and they said most people speak two two or three different languages in Belgium, which is crazy when you think about it. Like here, we're like, 
you know, we go to order tacos and we're like, oh, I can't understand what they're saying. We're a bunch of babies. Like, there, it's like, oh, well, you might run into someone who's speaking Dutch. Then you might run into someone who's speaking English. You got to f- figure it out. Uh, but, yeah, it is it it is very versatile. Well, maybe they should uh, watch more, more cartoons. And, uh, like, uh, like, when I was growing up, I saw Speedy Gonzalez. So that's how I learned how to speak Spanish. Well, there you go. Yeah. But uh, if you're in Denmark, there is a new cartoon that... Uh, I don't know how somebody came up with this and said, this is a good idea. Uh, and Danish Ken, who listens to the show, sent it to me. Den- Denmark's flagship broadcaster has suffered blowback over its newest children's TV program called John Dillermand. By the way, in Denmark, they speak Danish. Right. Just wanted you to, wanted yeah. to clear that up. I-, I can't read this in Danish, though, because it would, you know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Although, a whole lot you know, maybe I should do. Did. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to Google Translate the first two paragraphs of this to Danish after I finish it. Okay. Well, the newest children's TV program is an animation starring a man with a penis so massive and flexible it can save children from danger, fetch objects from a river, and operate as a pogo stick. All right. Uh, The show, whose 13 episodes are available to watch on the uh, DR Network's website, follows its character as he navigates an array of unexpected scenarios caused by his inexplicably huge penis. <laughs> this sounds like something that really wasn't for kids. Although, I mean, you have to teach kids about how to... You got to learn them some way, don't you? <laughs> There's a picture out here of him flying upside down with a bunch of balloons tied to the end of his... Crumb? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and... and uh, I, I would say it's pretty long. It, it looks like a pogo stick. All right. Yeah, not not great in girth, but certainly in length. So, anyway, I, I had two stories for you today for Jim of the Day because it's a Friday Friday, so I just did a Jim of the Day, Jim of the Day, and that was your Zadok Jewelers Jim of the Day. The Jim of the Day. It's the Jim of the Day. Jeweler Jim of the Day. All right, tell the people about Carbach. Oh, Carbach. Let me tell them, folks. Carbach has got something for everybody, and now they're going beyond beer. Yep, that's right. The ranch water from Carbach available everywhere. And boy, oh, can we? Is it a group unanimous decision? Ranch water is awesome. It's really good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Three, three for three. Uh, guys, you, you're going to want to try this. I like it mixed with some tequila. That, that, that's my personal preference. You may like it by itself, and it's good by and it's got it's got booze in it by itself. Uh, but it's also easy drinking enough that you can you could pretty much drink it all day, I would imagine. Uh, but it's a, a, a great drink. Uh, look for it in stores. Of course, you can find all the the Crawford Bach and the Hopadillo and the uh, the Love Street, all that stuff everywhere. And if you want something different. Why don't you check out the uh, the brewery itself? Stop by, have yourself a great meal at the restaurant, open seven days a week for lunch and dinner, and have some beers that you can't find anywhere else. Guys, uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And when you're out and about, make sure you grab yourself some Carbot. ESPN.
97.5.